Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features. Get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book The Story of the Human Body. Within running clubs, barefoot running has become a trending activity in Europe and the US for a while. Why should we run barefoot? Why is such a weird activity popular? In essence, it actually involves knowledge related to human evolution. The so-called barefoot running frees the feet from the shackles of shoes and socks. The muscles of the soles, ankles, calves, and thighs are thus able to perform their respective duties to complete their inherent task when running. Many studies prove that walking barefoot is more conducive to the health of foot joints and muscles than walking with shoes, and dramatically reduces damage to the knee joint from running. Why is this case? If shoes were invented by humans to provide comfort and safety, why do they create health problems? In a broad sense, the reason lies in the direction of our body's evolution. Scientists estimate that the earliest hominins arose around 6 million years ago, and it took that much of a time for human evolution to achieve the stage of modern humans. During most of this span of time, humans walked barefoot, so our foot structure and walking style have adjusted for walking in such way. Specifically, our souls have developed a rich and extensive neural network that can detect discomfort in our feet when walking. As a result, we naturally and continuously adjust our posture while walking in order to avoid damage to the joints. However, wearing shoes impairs such ability. With a history of barely more than 45,000 years, wearing shoes is a new fashion that only appeared relatively recently compared to the 6 million years of human evolution. Hence, as far as our bodies are concerned, wearing shoes is still a new territory. Our feet have yet to totally adapt to this new environment, which has led to a series of problems. Studies have shown that foot diseases such as flat foot and beriberi can be easily induced by placing feet in humid, deoxygenated, and closed conditions over an extended period, such as in a shoe. As a matter of fact, in the wake of changes in our living conditions, more and more diseases have emerged due to our body's inability to adapt to the new environment. These diseases are also known as mismatched diseases. For example, high blood pressure, diabetes, coronary heart disease, cancer, depression, and anxiety. So, what are the environmental changes that make us vulnerable to the mismatched diseases? Is there a way for us to prevent and treat them? The book The Story of the Human Body will tell you all the answers. Seeking to understand the causes, preventions, and cures of mismatched diseases, this popular science book begins with a modern context and then looks back on the history of human evolution. In this book, you will get to know the evolutionary origins of all our body parts, and why they developed as they did, and in what environment they are formed. Daniel E. Lieberman is a professor of human evolutionary biology at Harvard University. His field of research spans multiple academic disciplines, such as paleontology, anatomy, and physiology. He has made remarkable achievements, especially in the field of human brain evolution. Lieberman received the Everett Mendelssohn Excellence in Mentoring Award in 2009 and Harvard College Professorship from 2010 to 2015. For years, he had been thinking of one question, 
How did the human body evolve into its current form? This book The Story of the Human Body is his attempt to answer this big and complicated issue to the best of his ability. Next, we will uncover for you the best bits from the book in three parts. Let's take a look at the secrets of our body's evolution. Section 1, How the Environment Shaped the Human Body Section 2, The Rise of Mismatched Diseases Driven by the Agricultural Revolution and the Industrial Section 3, The Causes and Preventions of Mismatched Diseases The evolution from the earliest hominins to the present human being can be roughly divided into five stages, each stage is characterized by a crucial transformation that resulted from adaptation to the environment, which led to the development of the human body as we know it today. Let's check out the first transformation, the evolution into upright bipeds. Sahelanthropus chidensis, Aurorantugenensis, and Artipithecus kdaba were the earliest hominins 6 million years ago. At that time, the global climate cooled considerably. The cooling process lasted over millions of years with fluctuations between warmer and colder periods. This led to the shrinkage of rainforests and the expansion of woodland habitats. This significant climate change altered the living conditions of the hominins. At the same time, it created food shortages for them. As a result, the body of the hominins had to undergo a transformation to adapt to these changes. The most prominent change they made was adjusting to walking upright. Due to the shrinkage of rainforests, our ancestors had no choice but to walk further in search for habitat and food. Standing on both feet could make it easier for them to pick certain fruits, and it was more energy efficient. Study shows that given the same energy consumption, a chimpanzee can only walk 2 or 3 kilometers per day, while a human being can walk 8 to 12 kilometers. This is determined by the body structure and walking posture. Studies on fossils from 6 million years ago indicate that Aurorantugenensis had already developed features suitable for walking upright. For instance, they developed a large hip joint, a wider femur, muscles at the arch and the foot used for propulsion, an S-shaped spine, and so on. These adaptive changes enabled them to acquire more food than their counterparts, and ensure a higher survival rate. The second stage of evolution was mainly a result of coping with food shortages. Four million years ago, with the expansion of open woodland and savanna habitats, there were fewer and fewer edible wild fruits available. Because of the fruit crisis, our human ancestors began to feed on leaves, plant stems, herbs, and bark. In order to chew hard and tough foods, their teeth and faces underwent adaptive changes. One example is Australopithecus. Their teeth are not only broad and thick but also flattened. They have much smaller, shorter, and less dagger-shaped fangs than chimpanzees. Big and full teeth are better suited for tough and hard foods. Also, they have evolved huge chewing muscles, wide cheekbones, and upper and lower jaws. These features produced powerful bites that simultaneously displaced their cheekbones outward, making their face as wide as they were long causing it to appear large. The era of the Australopithecus was a crucial transition period in human evolution. They reduced their dependence on fruits and time spent on trees. They became more accustomed to walking on both feet, which laid the foundation for the third stage of evolution. The third stage of evolution took place around two or three million years ago. 
When the earth entered the early ice age, and again, food became scarce. Natural selection prefers a revolutionary and more thorough solution to a changing habitat, which is why our ancestors left foraging behind and started hunting and gathering. The new behaviors included not only collecting tubers and other plants, but also eating more meat, using tools to harvest and process food, working in close cooperation with others, sharing food, and so on. Food sharing was an iconic feature of the hunter-gatherer period. These changes allowed Australopithecus to gradually evolve into the genus Homo, and to acquire a body close to that of modern humans. People from this period are called Homo erectus. The most apparent adaptive change that happened at this stage was the elongation of legs. The backbone and joints of the leg bones also transformed. These changes allowed our ancestors to run longer to catch up with animals. In contrast, apes usually walk no more than 3 kilometers a day. Running for a long time requires lower body temperature, so the body hairs of the hominins at that time became thinner and the hair follicles degenerated. They also developed extra sweat glands for lowering their body temperature during vigorous running, and a unique outer nose that plays an important role in thermoregulation by generating turbulence in the air inhaled through the inner nose. Furthermore, during this period, humans gluteus maximus began to develop for running long distances, as well as the semicircular canal of the inner ear to maintain balance. It could be said that the third stage of evolution was a crucial step in the evolution of hominins from an ape to a human being. In the fourth stage, the body of hominins evolved further as it developed an energy conversion system to provide enough energy to the brain. This physiological system enlarged the human body, thickened layers of fat, and also caused the body to grow relatively more slowly. We have learned that in the third stage, Homo erectus learned to cooperate and share, thus facilitating the growth of their brains, which was the most notable change between the hominin tribe that lived more than roughly one million years ago and the prior hominin tribe. Based on discovered skulls, scientists learned that the brain capacity of the genus Homo nearly doubled throughout the entire Ice Age. A huge brain can help us think, remember, and perform difficult cognitive tasks. So why hadn't the brain of prior humans evolved as such? The answer has something to do with energy. For most species, larger brain means enormous energy consumption. The ancient hominins were continually in a state of food scarcity. It was not until the hunter-gatherer period that they had the opportunity to store energy that allowed their brains to evolve. Although many of us are now troubled by body fat and struggle with managing our weight, our ancestors continuously suffered from fat deficiency and low body weight. Hence, at some point, fat storage evolved as a critical adaptive change in the human body. Without the body's ability and predisposition to store fat, perhaps the hominins would have never developed larger brains, and there would be no subsequent civilization. By the end of the Ice Age, all close relatives of humans became extinct, such as Homo heidelbergensis and Homo neanderthals. Modern humans or Homo sapiens are the only surviving species within the genus. Why is this so? What makes us unique as the only surviving species of genus Homo? It's about time we mention the fifth stage of evolution. As mentioned earlier, the only surviving human species at this stage was the Homo sapiens. 
The fifth stage of evolution was primarily the formation of language and culture. Due to a special brain structure, humans possess special abilities, such as the ability to think and imagine. These abilities helped our ancestors to effectively communicate and be creative. Based on ruins in Africa, scientists estimated that Homo sapiens began long-distance trading around 70,000 years ago, which means that there were already complex and massive social networks at the time. They were also able to make new tools, such as small stone points used as arrowheads, harpoons used for fishing, awls, and needles to fabricate clothing and nets. They even began to make some art objects, such as frescoes and carved figurines, stained necklace beads and so forth. Humans in the fifth stage of evolution started learning to express their beliefs and emotions, and there were dramatic changes in their ways of thinking and behavior. Compared with their ancient cousins, Homo sapiens shows more remarkable creative and communication skills. Homo sapiens is a species with a rich culture. Though culture itself is not a biological property, human cultural behavior with the abilities to utilize and change culture is a result of physiological adaptations present in modern humans. Such adaptation generates a strong impetus that speeds up the evolution of humanity. Lieberman believes that it is the best answer as to why Homo sapiens are the only extant human species. That concludes our content for part 1. Let's do a brief review. There are five stages of human evolution that led to the present-day humans. The human body evolved into its current form by constantly adapting to environmental changes. To adapt to the shrinking rainforests and changes in living conditions, our ape-like ancestors learned to walk upright. To cope with the food shortages, they evolved thick molars. To deal with the continuous changes in habitat, they changed their foraging habits and turned to hunting and gathering. They've developed the ability to walk and run long distances, as well as organs to maintain a lower body temperature. As food shortage became a thing of the past and they were able to store energy, their brain volumes began to grow larger. They became smarter, and eventually, they also developed cultures and the ability to communicate using languages. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now.